Good morning and welcome to Community Connections with Children's Services Council of St. Lucie County. I'm just one of your hosts, Sean Boyle. With me is Ashley Mock. And welcome to the half hour radio show that, you know, even though there's a hurricane in November, that does not stop us from recording on a Tuesday before a potential said hurricane. Uh, the show that's all about connecting you, the listeners, uh, to resources and things that are available in our great community we call St. Lucie County. Now, we at the Children's Services Council, and I specifically mean the we, meaning myself, 100%, actually like 50%, are not radio show professionals, uh, but what we do... Uh, Ashley and myself, the entire team, including the board of the Children's Services Council, has worked on five priorities for our community. And those five priorities are, and for you longtime listeners, close your eyes and say it with me. One, making sure every baby is a healthy baby. Two, stopping child abuse before it happens. Three, keeping kids off the streets. Four, keeping them in school. Five, keeping them off drugs, alcohol, and other risky behaviors. And we do that by offering programs and resources and those said priorities every single day uh, for all families in St. Lucie County. Yes, and this year we are excited that those programs total 51 for the, we're over 50 for the first time in a long time, I feel like, Um, but what, what? It's not 50, I think it's 53. No. You said it totals you. Well, all right. I'm going to count. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> but we do have these printed family guides to programs. And so what I was going to tell you was there's new ones this year that we're excited about. Um, and our family guide has been updated. So it's got a new look. It is a very quick look at all of our funded program partners. Um, but you can get copies of this from us. We can bring them to your school, to your church, to your place of business so that you have them to share with the community. It is a really simple guide and a really good way um, to learn more about our programs. I really wish we were on video today. I mean, don't, it would just- I, I took a screen grab. Better. Oh, good, okay. Um, but in addition to the family guide, we share a lot of information on our website about our funded programs and things that they are doing in the community. I'm also excited to say, because we give our radio listeners the exclusive, we're in the process of re sort of remodeling, if you will, our website. Um, so we have anticipation that that'll be done the first of the year, hopefully. And so we'll have a brand new look, um, all the same great information there, but a new look and hopefully a more user-friendly experience so that you can find what you're looking for right on our website. And also, I just want to add, um, not really related at all, so this is really a bad segue, but I just want to (laughs) add, uh, uh, last week, a couple things happened. One, I am proud to say that I finally graduated (laughs) chamber leadership, (laughs) being possibly one of the last employees here to graduate or to go through it, but uh, 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 it finally happened on a day when we didn't have our board meeting, so uh, uh, excited to have graduated, but more importantly, uh, excited to have learned all about our community and um, and I think one of the real benefits of leadership is really getting to meet everybody and bonding with everyone in your leadership class. Um, and so, you know, I got to say class 39, definitely one of the better ones. I'm not I'm not quite there to say we're the best class ever, because as I said on that night, that's yet to be defined because we still have work to do. <laughs> still have work to do. And as a leadership alumni, I don't think you're allowed to say that you're the best class ever. And people in your class use the word greatest. I don't I don't know about that. I don't understand. 
Um, but I am glad that you finally got to go through leadership. I was walking out with someone that night at your graduation and she was like, Sean just went through this class. <laughs> and so I had to explain we had a conflict and he was always gracious enough to let us go as employees, but he couldn't miss the board meeting. So, so. I said that at the, I'm just, I'll just digress real quick. I said that at that event, I said, I said, I think the reason why everyone's like, oh, everyone knows Sean, because I felt like. I was like that senior. This is what I said. I was that 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 senior who's repeating the twelfth grade for the third time, and everyone's like, "You haven't graduated yet." That's what it <laughs> felt like every single time we went somewhere. That's okay. It's really a great experience and a lot of fun. I'm glad you finally got to go through it. Yes, and then if that wasn't enough, we had our event. Which thank you for everybody that turned out. The 140 plus people that turned out. But really, really capped off the week was we went to the education gala and somebody on this screen uh, got inducted into the Education Hall of Fame. I didn't even know that was a thing that existed. Did you know that? Uh, <laughs> I sort of did because every time I walk in there, I saw that built that that thing that they have. Yes. And, and I read that a couple of times, but <laughs> don't don't try to minimize this award. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. And thank you for bringing it up. I was very humbled honestly to to even be considered for that award um the St. Lucie County Education Foundation gives an award to a distinguished alumni from St. Lucie Public Schools um someone who has graduated from St. Lucie Public Schools and has come back to work in our community and so um I felt a little I and I know that I said this to you when we first found out about the award but even that night I don't know if you noticed that like the other people who got awards were trauma surgeons and doctors. <laughs> like, Look, two of the four, the other one, you know, was Travis Leonard, Asian, I know, but don't but underestimate, Travis. particularly when it comes from the education foundation, a direct link to the work that you do I and what you. they're there for. You're right. And I'm, I'm very, I'm, I was very humbled, very honored. Um, it did give me an opportunity and I'm going to, I'll do it here again because, it makes me happy to say this, but I, uh, I talked a lot about growing up on campus of a school because my mom was a school teacher for a long time here in St. Lucie County. And so literally every morning before school, every afternoon, a lot of days during the summer, um, I was on the campus of an elementary school with the teachers, with the staff. Um, and I learned a lot about how kids need more than just an education. They show up at school not ready to learn and hungry and tired and, you know, all the different things that are happening in their family. And I think that was really where I took away, like, supporting the whole child um, and the family behind them and how important that is. And that's what we do here. And one of the things that I'm really proud of that we do here. Um, so last week was a great week. It was, you know, we got to talk about the importance of having a children's services council in our community. We got to talk about the work that I've been lucky to do here. Um, but it, it it's really a good time. I feel like in this time of Thanksgiving, you know, as we're getting close to the holiday, it's a good time to reflect on what we have in our community and in our families and our homes um, and be grateful for it because not every child in our community has that right now. And so, you know, that's, there's still work to be done. And I don't know if you, uh, uh, 
put this together yet, but we had three events basically. I mean, and events is a strong word, but <laughs> our, our big event where we had 140 people, we had the chamber leadership graduation, and then we had you getting it inducted into the education hall of fame. There was a theme across all three of those events, particularly two of them for sure. And you brought it up in your speech and, you know, anyone who's familiar with the children's services council and, or has known us for a while knows that, um, both Ashley and I's former uh, boss, uh, Kathy Basile, uh, we gave out awards in her name at our event. And you uh, brought tears to my eyes uh, by bringing up her and how she's the person that brought you into the fold at Children's Services Council. Yes, and kind of on accident. So uh, I feel very lucky. <laughs> she. Uh, I just needed a job. I just moved home and I just needed a job. And um, she was she was gracious enough to let me come in here um, and learn from the bottom, really. Um, so, yes, always thinking about Kathy and the work that we do here, for sure. Yeah. All right. So, uh, oh, did we mention the holiday concert? Oh, oh no, you haven't. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. everybody. We I might just, have said something last week, but I don't recall. Yeah, I'm distracted <laughs> by this this person that's on our screen. So, uh, and we'll explain that here in a minute. So. As everybody knows, hopefully everybody knows, every Christmas around the holidays, we do uh, a concert called Sounds of the Season. It features uh, some of our nonprofits that um, work on work with uh, kids um, and including teens, particularly around the arts and or music. Uh, we are, um, and then at the sounds of the season, they, they, we have a performance, basically free event at the Sunrise Theater, a family fun event. Uh, this year is going to be on December 16th, which is a Friday. It's the Friday that kids get out of school. So, uh, yeah, bring them along with you. Uh, but, uh, the tickets are going to be made available really soon. I, yeah, I think Monday. So technically the day of the show airing should be tomorrow. Um, November 14th, we're going to shoot to have them available for you at the Sunrise Theater box office. You do have to pick them up there. Um, or call ahead. And um, we we say this every year, and I, I hope that it's the same this year, but this event will sell out. Yes, it's a free ticket, so you're not paying for it, but we will run out of tickets before we get to the day of the show. So please make plans to get yours early, especially if you're going to have family in town. I know this is always a thing that happens, um, and make sure that you get enough. So we'll continue to talk about it. There will be information on Facebook on our website. Um, but make your plans now for Friday, December 16th. And the fun part about the event, or at least the fun part for me, is uh, you and I get to host it. We serve as the MC. So any of our radio show listeners, if you're coming to the show, if you start chanting Ashley at the very beginning, uh, we might be able to get her to sing. That will not happen. All right. No. <laughs> Well, we're working on it, folks. Help me here. All right. Uh, we have a very special guest that's been staring at us very... Uh, He's trying to intimidate us because he is a superhero with big muscles. Um, and and unfortunately, we, we don't have the video of the show because, you know, it's on the radio. Uh, but uh, we have taken some screen grabs. Uh, but uh, we have a superhero among us. Um, it's not Superman. So, it's not Spider-Man. Yeah. It's more powerful than that. Oh, oh, I like that. It's you're, Bookman. You're making quite the start. You're it's making Bookman. quite the start. It is Bookman. I feel like there should be like, I don't know. You don't have buttons fancy radio buttons we can push. Um, but no, we are we are super excited. If you follow us on Facebook or on Instagram, you might have seen Bookman make his appearance 
here in our community um, at various events that happened around Halloween, truck or treats, things like that. Um, but we're really excited. We have a superhero in our presence now, in our office even. Um, and and he's joined us today to talk about books and the importance of literacy and what our St. Lucie Reads initiative is working on here in our community. Well, good morning. Thank you for having me. I'm actually not as nervous as Bookman. I think it's the muscles and the power. So it is. It's got to be the muscles. Yeah, I, you know, I always thought Bookman would have a more stronger, authoritative. I mean, if you're a superhero, you can't be timid, Bookman, right? You can't. Let's try That's this the point again. of Bookman. Right. That's the point of Bookman. It, it could be anyone. Okay. Okay. I like that. So, I'm good with that. So, Bookman. Um, every superhero has an origin story. I, yeah, I for example, was bit by a spider, a radioactive spider. <laughs> Just kidding. What, what's, your, what's your origin story? Well, I don't want to give out the full details because we may work out and create maybe a little cartoon or even a book so the kids could find out the true origin story. But um, some of the details are is I didn't like reading and end up getting lost in a library and had to find my way out. So that's a little just a little. Uh, pieces to my origin story. I love that. And so, you know, we, we talk on the show, we have talked on the show about St. Lucie Reads before and the efforts that we at the Children's Services Council, along with other partners in the community are doing. Um, But I know that no one can see you, but behind you in your, in this picture of you, um, you have a little library and a little library is often like the first introduction that people might get to St. Lucie Reads out in the community. So can you talk a little bit about those little libraries? And if anybody is interested in having one that's listening um, at their business or their church or, or wherever, can you talk about how they could get one also? Bookman could bring them a little library. Oh, yes. Or Bookman may not be doing delivering. Uh, contact That's John okay. Caesar to do that. <laughs> but yes. I just figured you did all the deliveries because look at those muscles. I assume that it was built uh, from moving books around. Oh, no, no. I don't do all the deliveries. But like, as you see, this is my little library and I have my books that meant something to me. You can see I have my X-Men books and Kobe Bryant books. So the little library projects are books that um, are just the library rack that could non-traditional places could have a rack and a waiting room or wherever um, churches, barbershops, salons, um, businesses can have the uh, library rack. And we keep the books filled by doing book drives and book donations and sometimes purchase books. Um, the goal is to just create access to books because sometimes, especially a lot of the kids that we have, even though we have a great library system, there's a lot of kids that don't even take a step in the library system. So this is just creates a opportunity for them to get the book. And, and then, then, which is super cool is they don't have to put it back. They could keep it and start their own little library at home. Um, I know during COVID, we kind of had to put a hold on the little library program, but uh, this past summer we um, have been going back and reactivating a lot of the, our little libraries. And soon we'll have, a, we have the map on our website, but we will be updating it so we can include the outside lab libraries that are 24 seven access. So that way um, we can ensure that our kids in St. Louis County have some way of accessing books, even if it's the library system or our little libraries. And, and if a business or even a place of worship is interested in, in, in hosting a little library, because it costs nothing, right, for people to host it? Yes, it's totally free. We provide the rack and the books. 
And so how would how would somebody, I mean, do we just shine a, a book light up into the sky and you appear? <laughs> How's that work exactly? It sounds like a good idea, but we're not there yet. <laughs> so in the meantime, you could call John Caesar at 772-237-1665. Again, uh, John Caesar at 772-6, I mean, 237-1665. And you can even send him a text because I know some people are... Uh, don't like coin. <laughs> so you can even shoot a text and uh, get you get us uh, get started. So it's not that hard. Uh, just there's a form that we complete just to keep track of the little libraries and the contact information. So that's about it. And then we set the racks up and provide the books and then we stock them whenever necessary and needed. Do you work closely with John Caesar, Bookman? <laughs> yeah, I'm very close to him. A little you know, too close sometimes. I'm thinking about it. I don't think I've ever seen you two in the same room. I'm going to call him right now. And just see if we can get him on the show as well. He's probably in a meeting. <laughs> He's very busy. He's delivering some books. He's very busy. So I do want to ask you because your your sort of a first exposure to the community was during some trunk or treat events, um, and we had great partnerships with a lot of local events that happened. Um, but you showed up with books instead of candy in a lot of places. And I I know from conversation um, with folks that attended that it was very well received by the kids. And I know that that seems, it seems a little un, uncommon um, that they would be that excited about books instead of candy. But I know you had some great stories from some of the events that you attended where the kids got to choose a book to take home with them. Yeah, so we that was an ex- exciting opportunity, and we also did have candy because it is mm-hmm. Halloween, and everyone, <laughs> they did want candy. But it was cool to see, uh, especially the little kids, they would take the candy and give it to their uh, caregivers and, and open the books. It was awesome to see. Um, one of the things that we focused on was providing books that was Halloween theme and like scary books and things like that because the kids are more likely to open those books because they're already in that space spirit of whatever theme it is. So because it was Halloween, we try to provide, uh, make the opportunity to give them books that are in that theme because they're more likely, hey, it's Halloween and I feel like I want to read something, a scary story. So they're more likely to open up the book. So I think that really helped a lot. Um, and just, just it was something different and the costume did help that seemed my most of them a little intimidated and they had to open up a book, right? <laughs> so, so Bookman, I know you're close with John Caesar. I just had an idea. Um, and if you could relay it to John, what if at our holiday concert, I know we typically collect books, you know, people can bring in books, but what if we ensured that every child that attended the concert got a, a Christmas themed book? Yes, that's easy. That was something that I was working on, but not for the Christmas uh, concert, but that's something we could do for the Christmas concerts as well. I'll let them add it to the list. All right. You, you're, you're in with John, right? You can add it. I mean, yes. All right. All right, cool. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thanks. <laughs> Good looking out. So I, I love, are there outside of that, outside of the concert where we think we might be able to see you at some point, is there anything else coming up that you're trying to do or, or places that we might get, get to see Bookman? Well, I've actually been contacted by a couple of schools for the literacy night. So um, that's, I'm trying to, I'm starting to add my calendar of events and activities. So literacy nights at schools, um, I'm open, not too open, <laughs> but I'm open to uh, attending events, especially when it has to do with the kids and kids will be there. And it's just another opportunity to get them, put a smile on their face and just get them um, more comfortable with the fact that books can be fun. 
So, Ashley, I, I didn't put that together. Clearly, you're already a half step ahead of me. Um, Bookman, do you sing or dance? I mean, because we are going to be on the stage at the sunrise, and it would be great if Bookman uh, joined us up on stage. If anything, especially if we give out books just to, again, reemphasize the superpower of reading, particularly over the holidays. Well, Bookman may be able to read a poem from a book, but singing, I'm not sure about singing that, that wasn't one of my powers you and i will back up ashley it'll be fine we'll lip sync that part it'll be, it'll be, it'll be totally fine it'll be great it'll be great well i do love the this idea of reading being a superpower and and what you're able to kind of show to kids in the community um i i know we talk a lot in in our office about not kid kids having access to books is absolutely important but them being able to have access to books that they are going to pick up and have some interest in um, is is extra important. And I know that John Caesar in our office really talks a lot and has worked really hard to make sure that there are books available to our kids that look like them, that talk about things that they're interested in, that show them, you know, how to things that they can put on their goal list and, and stuff like that. And having having the opportunity for them to be able to select those books on their own and keep them for their own is so important. And so anything that we can do to try to make sure that that opportunity is available to all children in our community, um, you know, certainly reach out to us at the Children's Services Council or to John or to Bookman um, to see if there's a way that we can kind of increase those efforts or help you or your organization do something in the community to get books into the hands of kids. Yep. And tonight I'm going to be at the Courageous Kids. Um, Bookman's going to be stopping by and dropping off some books and reading to some kids. And then we did have some toys donated that we'll be able to share with the kids as well. So the, the goal is just to um, provide them opportunity to fall in love to reading something that Bookman um, is passionate about because that's part of his origin story, how he became Bookman. Does Bookman fly? I'm just curious. Like when you, do you bring those books? Do you fly or do you have like a little cargo that you attach to your ankle when you're flying? How's that work? Oh no, I do have these nice books, shoes, but oh. unfortunately they make me go fast, but not fly. But I do okay. have a cart that I use and I carry okay. all the heavy books on. Nice. So, so uh Bookman, you started as your origin story that you didn't really like to read. Um, and then you were trapped in that library. So, uh, and I know I'm assuming because you're Bookman now, you're a little bit more open to reading or you're, you're open to uh, encouraging. So what, what kind of made that switch for you besides being trapped in the library? What, what made that switch in you to uh, enjoy reading or promote reading? Uh, so while I was stuck, I don't want to give too much, but while I was stuck in the library and had nowhere to go and trying to find my way out, I started opening the books and, and realize, hey, these are not too bad. And as you see, I found books that were interesting to me and I started liking them and just as I started opening them and like, hmm. Um, so my issue wasn't that books wasn't fun. It was just I never found the right book. So um, the more that I opened the books and read through them, I was like, oh, this is good. And the ones I didn't like, I just kind of pushed them to the side and kept moving. So uh, it's about finding the, the book that um, the kid likes or I liked. Awesome. So we're, we're heading into the holiday season because, you know, 
a hurricane's coming so close to the holiday season. It just seems so weird. To me. I can't get over that. We're in November and we're talking about a hurricane. It's just what's happening to us. Um, uh, but uh, uh, um, you know, a lot of a lot of times, you know, there's going to be kids uh, without school, or you know, obviously over the holidays. And you know, any parent knows, you know, without school, you got to find ways to, you know, keep your kids time active and engaging um do you encourage reading over the holidays because i know a lot of yes. people are going to be like going and buying toys and stuff but i'm assuming bookman would want them to maybe look to get books for their kids yes i think it's a near surprise because at the end they the toys the batteries will run out the, the toys fade away but the book will always be there with knowledge education and uh it, it, to me books have more long-lasting um, impact in a toy that at the end of the day, a couple of weeks, the kids would get bored, but this book he could come to and, and continue building the vocabulary and, and understanding. Do you have any, I mean, since you're in the superhero realm, and I know this is maybe just a small bridge, but I assume you have a relationship with Santa Claus then. So um, you can talk to Santa about maybe Santa, you know, on top of a gift or unless they deserve a lump of coal and you know, that's on them, <laughs> not us, but uh, uh, maybe they still get a, a book with that. I don't know it's if you want to have a coal. You don't want kids associating books with a lump of coal on Christmas, but I books I, don't judge. Not here uh, nice. You get books. So, <laughs> so I'm assuming you're maybe encouraging grandparents and parents, you know, if you grab your kid, the, you know, the newest and coolest toy, if you're able to, to maybe also grab a book to go along with it. But I, I think what I heard you say, I've heard John say this, and I think I just heard Bookman say it as well as don't just get any book get a book that's of your child's interest, even if it's, and I know from our book distributions, man, Marvel books, Star Wars books, Disney books, uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid books, we cannot keep those in stock uh, at, at events. So learn about what your ch- child's interests are and, and get that book that is going to help expand their imagination. Definitely. It's election day and I just approve this message. <laughs> Very well done. And, book you know, man. I think it's weird that that Bookman and John Caesar are such big Kobe Bryant fans. This is weird to me. So coincidental. I don't He's know. He's the goat. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? We'll have a whole show to debate that later. <laughs> For real. I think, I think that's an important piece because I have heard John talk about his story before several times. And I know that that was a part. He... I know Sean doesn't like it when he says this, but John says that he didn't like to read. Um, but I don't mind it when he says it. He just always leads with that. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, finding books that kids are interested in, and I'll, my son, for example, my son is obsessed with Dogman books, and he was like from a very young age. He's only nine now, but I was bringing Dogman books home from him before he could even read the words in them. Um, and he loved just flipping through the pages. And now he literally has a stack next to his bed of six or seven at a time that he will pick up and read every single night. Um, and so finding whatever it is that they're interested in, if they're interested in baseball, find them books about baseball. If they're interested in cartoons, find them comic books. Comic books are still books. Like, we, oh, yeah. we're okay with that comic books are still books just whatever whatever will pique their interest whatever will get a book in their hands um find something that they like and let them let them hold it let them read it 
Um, there are lots of different ways to get them engaged in reading. And we have a lot of tips. We actually have a lot of tips on our CO series website. So you can find it either from our CSC page or by going to stlucyreads.org. Um, there are tips for parents on questions to ask, how to identify books that are good for your kids to read. Um, there's just a lot of helpful information there for parents who might be looking for more help. Yeah, and, and I'm glad you brought that up, Ashley, because I know Jim, um, who's recently retired from the office, he'll tell the story about how his son could not stand to read. A uh, teacher said, you know, think about a comic book that led to a comic book, led to graphic novels. And now he's works in the literacy field. So, yeah. uh, and that was, a uh, uh, he was a, a child that didn't like to read. And my son has a very similar pathway, not a big reader, but got into comic books, which graduated to graphic novels to manga. And now he is studying, he's, he wants to be a writer and he's written a book. So, so you just never know that entryway and don't assume that it has to start with war and peace or something. Deep. <laughs> right. It just has to start with whatever they're interested in yeah exactly book man we're about done any any last words you know like you know like superman i think has a saying as he goes away i can't remember what it is uh you got any you got any last words of wisdom i don't know well, my last word of wisdom is uh trying to ensure our students and kids in st Louis county are reading by third grade because from zero to third grade they should be uh, learning to read and and third grade and up, they be, should be uh, reading to learn. So if we're if the kids are not uh, reading, then how are they learning? So that's very important, and that's why it's stressed to allow them to fall in love with reading. Because at the end of the day, when they're adults, like John Caesar is, and he's reading for a master's degree or just for work, uh, that having that passion for reading is not as uh, hard. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you, Bookman, for joining us. If you see John, tell him we said hi. He's a little behind on his work. If you could just, you know, tell him to get caught up, that would be great. Yes, I'll, I'll get on him. That's <laughs> <laughs> around. Very busy. <laughs> He's very busy. All right. All right. Uh, uh, that's our show, everybody. I know this is going to air Sunday. Um, we're we're recording pre-hurricane, but we hope that everybody was safe during the hurricane and it's, you know, ends up being a non-event. Uh, but we are grateful for every listen, uh, every share. Uh, as Ashley mentioned, make sure you check out our Facebook page because I think I saw Ashley taking some pictures of the screen. Uh, uh, but uh, by all means, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for being part of our family and make sure you grab your tickets for our, our Sounds of the Season. Uh, reminder also that it's a weekly radio program every Sunday on 104.5 The Flame. But if you missed the show, if you're like, you know what? I need to let people know about Bookman and the share our show already aired because you listened to more. it live. I need more Bookman. No worries. Do not fret. <laughs> just as powerful as Bookman is the fact that our radio show is also a podcast. Just pull up your phone, uh, look up your, grab your, open up your podcast app, put in community connections with Children's Services Council. Not only can you hear this show, you can hear all the past shows and you'll be notified when a new show is released. That is our superpower. All right, folks. Uh, thank you for listening. A reminder that it's our children, our community, our future emphasis on the hour, because now more than ever, we're all in this together. We'll see you next week.